citizens of Dalaran, raise your eyes to the skies and observe. Podcasting to all of Azeroth, this is World of Warcast, episode number 329, 14th anniversary edition. Oh my god. I am Michael Gaines. I am Renata, and I feel that way 14. about 14th anniversary, the way I do when I look at my cumulative played time. <laughs> I, I don't know whether to be proud or embarrassed <laughs> or worried about my sanity. We were doing this in our 30s, just reminding you of that. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> so when you say embarrassed... I'm not really embarrassed. No, embarrassed isn't the right word. I'm not embarrassed about any of this. It's, you know, it's just one of those things of when you look at your playtime and you look how much time that you've invested or yeah. how much time we've invested in the show. Yeah. I'm act- I'm very proud of it. I'm proud of the work we've done. Yes. But at the same time, you're going, that's a lot of time. Yeah. And that's a long time. It's a long time. You know. It's been a long road. And we're still here. Yep. Well, with some bumps and bruises, you know, we we did we it wasn't con- it wasn't consistent. I mean, I took a hiatus of like six years. You took a hiatus <laughs> of a year and a half. Year, year and a half, yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah, it's it's been uh, up and down, but here we are, fourteen years later. Four- yep. So it was fourteen years today. We put out episode one. You want to hear another interesting statistic? Sure. I. The the day that I, I the my last episode of the first iteration, which was in August of 2011, uh-huh. days within our relaunch of the show in August of 2016. See, there you go. Yeah, it was like the 23rd versus the 26th or something like that. Yep. So it was, you know, I, I five years, almost exactly five years. And it was well worth the wait. I think so. And, you know, if you recall when we relaunched, we weren't even sure this was going to be anything other than a a one-off, maybe two or three episodes just for fun. (laughs) It may still be. Who knows? (laughs) We're we're we're, still waiting to know what the outcome of this is going to be. We're announcing now that we're going to do this every other day. (laughs) Ren just shot me this look on camera. Like... (laughs) You have got to be kidding. <laughs> okay, every three days. No. Not without the Patreon. Yeah, yeah I know. I, the, you know. The Patreon. <laughs> it goes right into paying for the show every month. Yeah, I know. We don't have... We we, we don't really... Uh, not complaining, by the way. No, not complaining. And thank you to all of our supporters. But we it's not something we, we flack or anything like that. No, so. it's just like... <laughs> So anyway, I had my my week started out with my router cracking yeah. out. <laughs> so what would ha- what happened? You just got no connection. Yeah. Well, what happened was is Saturday it was working fine, and then Saturday night, um, around dinner time, I realized that my my phone wasn't connecting to the to the network. So I went and I said, "Well, I gotta just go bounce the router." So I went down, you know, I unplugged the modem, I unplugged the router, blah, 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 and it's not working. And if, and to make a long story short, the connection was flapping. Mm-hmm. It was going up, it was going down, it was going up, it was telling me that my password wasn't working. 
you know, it was just going mm-hmm. through all these bizarre behaviors. And if you watched the lights on the modem versus the lights on the router, one was behaving itself and one was going like, you know, it was like a, a light show going on, yeah. on the router. Yeah. Now, this was a good router um, at the time, which we bought at least three years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's not a long time for a router. Those well, things should last like 10 years or so. Well, according to the people on the Discord, when I was talking to them about it, they're like, oh, well, I have to go through a new, I go through a new router every year. And my only last year? two years. And My God, my last one lasted like eight or 10 years or something. Well, I, you know, it, it wasn't bad because this router is, it, I got a Netgear mm-hmm. a Nighthawk 4000. I got lots and lots of recommendations for brands and I'm like, guys, whatever I get, it's what Best Buy sells because I am getting this tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I am not waiting to order something and get it in two days. I, you know, you we're so dependent. Yeah, I've got work to do. Yeah. I work from home, mm-hmm. but all of our entertainment pretty much is Wi-Fi. Yeah. We have, you know, our computers, gaming, our televisions. We, we, we cut the cable a few years ago. So it's all Wi-Fi. But um, this, this router is very nice, and it handles uh, multiple Wi-Fi connections very, very well. Nice. So I'm, I'm, I'm pleased with it. But, yeah, it just completely lost its mind. Oh. Sorry to hear so, that. Yeah, well, you know, it's just one of those things. I'm just glad that it solved the problem because yeah. if it didn't solve the problem, and by the way, it was a breeze setup, was the easiest router install I've ever done in my life. Um, and I, you know, I've been doing router installs since you could buy routers mm-hmm. for home use. Um, and let me tell you, back in the day, setting up a home <laughs> network. I remember the day that I got high-speed internet for the first time, and back then we're playing games online on dial-up. Like, oh, I don't have mm-hmm. to do that anymore. Oh, this is actually pretty reliable. <laughs> uh-huh. So, yeah. Yeah, I remember a- in early days of WoW, there were still a lot of people who were playing on dial-up. Yep, there sure were. And uh, that was fun in raids. <laughs> um, okay, so so you got the new router. We were supposed to record on Sunday. And because all right, let me just say, so my work schedule is um, we're not re- we're not working on Saturdays anymore. If everything goes well, then we should be um, we should be done with everything this week. Oh, that's nice because you've had the mythic epic world boss. Mm-hmm. So we were supposed to record on Sunday, and I, because I'm working Saturdays, I have to cram my entire weekend into one day. Uh-huh. And uh, Ren had the problem with the router, and I didn't play. I, I played very little. I played on, let me see, the patch came out on Tuesday. Uh-huh. A week and, ago today. Yeah, a week ago. That just rem- I just remembered that I haven't done my uh, boss stuff this week. Um, So, yeah, I uh, I played for like an hour or something like that, and it got to Najatar, and I had to go to bed. I was literally falling asleep. Uh-huh. So I said to Ren, I was like, you know what? I don't feel right recording on Sunday because I don't have anything to talk about because I haven't played. Yeah, you can't really have a discussion about these things right. until you've had a chance to, to sit down with it. Right. So we figured, well, I said, well, let's record, let's record on Tuesday because Tuesday is the 14th anniversary anyway. Right. So let's do that. Yeah, and I didn't want to wait 
all the way till Thursday because there there's a lot to talk about. Yeah. And you know, there's interesting stuff that um, I've found and that I've I've dug up. Yeah, I do the usual. I heard from a lot of people that one of the, their favorite things about our post patch shows is the undocumented patch notes. And mm-hmm. once again, I've gone through and gone to multiple all the different possible sites to to find those things so we've got patch notes we've got hot fixes we've got uh known issues and this is for Allie and a partridge in a pear tree mm-hmm. i mean we got it all um Wait, when is it when can you start listening to christmas tunes never <laughs> okay <laughs> so all right i'm not a big christmas tune i fan. am well, it has to be after Thanksgiving. Okay. Halloween. Anyway, um, so I did. I started playing on, t- on the day the patch came yeah. out. Um, Kryler and I took our, our two pandas out into Najatar, and it didn't take us very long to run into grouping issues. Okay. Um, basically, what happened was... We were, it was fine for a while, but then as we you know we got out into the world, we realized we were picking up different quests. There's oh, a lot yeah. of blue exclamation point quests, mm-hmm. and we realized we weren't getting all the same ones. Now, part of it was professions, mm-hmm. because my mage is an engineer and and uh, not an herbalist, a miner, and his uh, his panda monk is an alchemist and an herbalist, so we were picking up some different quests that way. We also had two different bodyguards. Mm-hmm. Yes. So his bodyguard, he was getting some quests for his bodyguard, that, and I was getting some different quests for my bodyguard, but we were also just picking up things as part of getting things out of, out of chests or mm-hmm. killing things that were not the same, and we realized very, after a very short time, we each had like 10 quests and only two of them in common. This struck me as very odd. Yeah. Because in general, Blizzard is very encouraging of people grouping. And this seemed to be the antithesis of encouraging people to group. Mm-hmm. I heard there were some problems. I'll talk about the bugs that I saw um, when we get to my week. Mm-hmm. So you're not the only one that saw issues. No, and I talked to other people on the... Uh, and a lot of people just soloed. And so what I decided to do is what I'm calling the divide and conquer strategy. And this means that for getting Pathfinder, I am concentrating, I decided to concentrate on Mechagon with my mage, mm-hmm. who's an engineer. And I'm concentrating on Najatar with my rogue, who is an enchanter. Okay. And I did this for two reasons. Number one, this is just to keep stuff straight in my head. I find it easier for myself to have one character concentrating on one thing and one character concentrating on another. I can actually keep my progress more straight by saying, okay, my mage is working on these things and my rogue is working on these things than if my mage or my rogue was doing everything. Okay. It's just, you know, how my brain works. I I prefer to compartmentalize. Secondly... If you look at the exalted rewards for both of these, and I know you only need revered for Mechagon and mm-hmm. for Nashtar, but the recipe rewards for Mechagon are, of course, engineering. Yeah. 
The recipe rewards for Najatar are alchemy and enchanting. All right. I got the enchanting ones. And aren't there cooking ones also? There's cooking ones also, and there's cooking yeah. ones that only work for one or the other. Like okay. there's a there's a sandwich, a a Big Mac. Yeah, I think they I, call it the Big Mac. That, I saw that. The Big Mac um, requires spare parts, which you can only get in Mechagon. Mm-hmm. But um, my point is, is that for the purposes of getting Pathfinder, my question to myself was, can since most of the things such as rep and exploration achievements are account-wide. Do I have to get this all on one character, or can I divide and conquer? And the answer is, I believe, I have proved that divide and conquer works. Mm -hmm. The reason being is while I was was, um, kind of moving around the zones, yesterday I got my Explore Mechagon achievement on my mage. Oh, nice. And I got Explore Najatar on my rogue. Hmm. And when I looked at Pathfinder on a third character, it sh- both of them showed up. Yeah, that that's good. That's good for people that want to do that, split that. I'm doing everything on one character, so I'm not going to have that issue. But um, that's good well, that they share across all uh, all characters. Well, we, we well, know they've done that for years. It's just that sometimes aren't some things like solo? You only do them on one character? Yeah, yeah. Some of them are, but this yeah. is not one of them. Yeah. And there are people who already have the have gotten um, the Pathfinder. There are some repeatable rep quests. There are already people flying. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. um, but I'm fine. <laughs> but I, I'm fine with going at the pace that I am. I'm just shy of honored in both on these two characters. But I'm having fun, and that's the important. That's part. the important thing. Good. I'm glad that you are. And I think that flying is going to be more crucial to Nashatar than it is to Mechagon, simply for the fact that you can kill yourself falling off crap in <laughs> Mechagon so much easier than you can kill yourself falling off crap in, in Mechagon. I, As I say, Nashatar is where you can fall off stuff. Yeah, I heard that uh, flying was going to do well for what I mean by heard, like people were talking in trade chat about how well that Nashatar is built for flying. Yes, I I believe that it is it is uh, built for flying. That the, the whole they're not really intending people are going to be grounded for that long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I haven't done that. The only I've only gone halfway through Nashatar at this point. Right, I took a while to warm up to Nash, but mm-hmm. we'll talk more about that when we talk about our impressions later okay. on. Um, but as I said, I have confirmed the divide and conquer strategy works. Um, the last thing that about my week is Wowhead published my first guide, yay, which is Lost Recipes of Azeroth, mm-hmm. uh, which is about recipes that were that disappeared as a result of Cataclysm or in subsequent um, expansions, but were not reintroduced at any point. Like the Robes of Arcana recipe mm-hmm. is not a lost recipe because you can now buy that recipe on a time lost vendor. Yeah. These are ones that like discolored. Uh, the the discolored peeling potion that just completely disappeared. So it's about how to be, you know, how to be really rocking the old school stuff if you really want to get some of the these ones that are just completely lost. And it talks about armor specializations and leather specializations and things like that. I'm currently working on topics for some next guides. They're probably going to be uh, 
profession farming guides. Mm -hmm. But uh, we're things are getting busy because trying to get content together for the release of Classic on the 27th of nice. August. Okay, so my week, other than working 12 hours a day, um, so I ha we had this idea of taking the old shows and breaking them down and making real patch notes out of them so that when Classic comes around in late August, people want to reference our show or Google it or everything, it'll be there. Mm-hmm. So in doing that, I completely forgot that back then, the only way to get chapter stops was to do an M4B file. Um, and, of course, back then, Apple, you know, the iPods were like the big thing. So I did that. And, and I never converted the old files to MP3. So um, there are some people that have been talking about this in Discord for a while. And so I finally took a good look at everything. It turns out that the first 10 or 11 episodes are M4B files, and then the rest of the files up until episode 30, I think, are M4A files. The M4A files still shouldn't be a problem, but I'm going to wind up converting those to MP3s. On top of that, the good thing is that the app that I use to do the, um, the XML file for the feed allows me to edit the um the feed without messing up the date so ah. i edited episode two and the notes for episode two wound up being right where they should be in 2005 july 2005 so so that's good they don't have to mess around with that the, the only downside is that um because the file that's associated with it is different um i have to do a little finagling there but that's okay so episode two is up right now as an MP3. I got to work on the rest of them. So I'm probably going to do that over 4th of July break. So mm -hmm. I'll, so we're going to be knocking out two things. So we're going to be um, archiving the data and we're going to be, I'm going to be converting the files. And so hopefully, because <laughs> I haven't listened to this stuff in years, we'll have a good amount of information for classic. So right. if anybody wants to find the old stuff, it's there. Yep, and um, one of the things that we'll need to do is kind of come up with, well, we, we talked about doing some indexing, and uh, Zignea has been helping me come up with a, a format for the index. I mean, she gave out timestamps and everything like that. I'm That's like, awesome. my God, this is like the gold standard here. <laughs> so, you know, she's, uh, she's keeping her job as a head assistant researcher here, so... <laughs> Nice, but that'll be that'll be good too because then people will be able to look up stuff. We have, I mean, we had class stuff. We had, uh, I mean, I talked a lot about warrior stuff. You talked a lot about mage stuff. We had Kryler coming on talking about shadow priests. Mm -hmm. I, we had someone come on talking about hunters. I'm not sure that interview went real well, but you know, hey, I don't remember that, but okay. Um, hmm. Uh, so what else? So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be dealing with that. Uh, I just realized. I wonder if there should even. I don't know. I was gonna. I was thinking like maybe I should have like a classic section on the website, but that's just a waste of time because you could just search by date. Yeah. Um. So that that's it from the technical side of things for the podcast. I know there are some people that have said over the oh I've never listened to episode one through ten mm -hmm. because of the M four B file format, which is like the audio book format or something like that. 
Well, if you, I and we were talking about this a while ago that iTunes was really the only podcast f- format of any note. I mean, there were a couple yeah. of like there were Zunes and stuff like that, but who uses Zunes for God's sake? Um, that one so, guy. What? <laughs> that one guy with the tattoo. He did. Yeah. Well. Anyway, but the point was is that you know, every there wasn't the the multiple podcast um, platforms that there are now. Yeah. And iTunes was really fussing around. It was trying to come up with some proprietary stuff yeah. during this time. So that's what we're running into. Yeah. So the other thing. So here's what I have to do. I have to download the M4B file. I have to export it to Wave because iTunes won't even allow me to convert it to MP3 directly. So then I have to export it to Wave and then encode it back into MP3. It's not a big deal, but that's just what I have to do. Now, do you have to do a Wave 16 or a Wave 32? I could just do 16. It doesn't yeah. have to be 32. Um, so so look out for that. I'll, I'll post stuff in uh, Discord on the Classic channel. Well, maybe <laughs> I'll just make a final statement on the regular channel too. All right, anyway. So um, I did Najatar. I did it for an hour, like I said. And then yesterday, I finally got a chance to <sighs> relax, sit, and go through a bunch of stuff. Okay, here's what I found. First off, I love the zone. It does remind me of Argus in the sense that you've got a lot of hills and rocks and places that you have to go to. It, it does remind me a lot of that uh, as, as far as like the landscaping goes. Um, I found that there was a bug. So I started playing before dinner, and um, I had my... Um, was it? I had my companion with me that they give you. Uh-huh. So I had my companion with me. I had a log out. And when I logged back in, my companion was gone. Hmm. So so there was that. Um, let me see. What else? There was one other bug. Something about grouping. Like you had a problem with that. Um, the quests I, th- I found were very interesting. The one thing that I, I noticed was that unlike other... Uh, I keep saying expansions. Other, pa- other it's patches. It's not practically is expansion. I know. It it doesn't have the breadcrumbs that take you from point A to point B to point C to point D. It mm-hmm. has. There's something going on over there. You might want to check it out. And then that's it. Now, if you look on the map, you'll see there's an exclamation point over there. I unlocked the world quests. I did some of those. I started getting those pearls. Mm-hmm. I upgraded. Two pieces of gear. One was three seventy five. The other one was three eighty five. So they're both four hundred now. So that was nice. So I got the benthic stuff, uh, which is ugly as sin, by the way. I have barnacles on my shoulders. Yeah, I know. Like, what is up with that? Does nobody clean their armor? Did, <laughs> did, I mean, like, who said eh, let's put barnacles on the shoulders? That'll be a great idea. Oh, wait no. till you get the. Wait till you. I, well, I don't know if you get it in cloth, but the leather. We have a tricorn hat that's got like barnacles and starfish uh, and anemones and other sorts of stuff sticking on it. And I'm like, eh, no. I mean, since it does nobody clean. So, yeah, I'm not happy with that, and and I have to remog it anyway. So, any case, um, I found that the quests were interesting. Um, I'm at this point. Oh, first of like uh, Ajara, she's like, "Oh, uh, as long as I'm alive, the water will be held back." I'm like, "Oh, 
<laughs> are you what's going to happen to you by the end of the expansion well we know what's going to happen <laughs> <laughs> so who's going to hold this water up um uh let's see i i only got one flight point i did not go as far as i wanted to i did not do as many world quests as i, as I wanted to so i gotta do some more of that because i was again i was just falling asleep last night well when um, you see the yellow exclamation point it's called something like the high life yeah go get that one because that is the quest line to open your flight list oh nice okay uh, there was one that I saw. Oh, so my companion, I have the one where you have to get your companion to level three. I only got him to like halfway through level one. Um, so I, I still have a lot to do. And on top of that, I've been reading about a lot of secret stuff that have been, uh, that's been found in this expansion too. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to just diving into all that. Yeah, we're going to talk about the secret finding stuff in, mm-hmm. in the next episode. We just got way too much content yeah. with what we got. So yeah. got to pace ourselves a little bit. I did not make it to Mechagon uh-huh. uh, only because I just wanted to just put all my effort into one spot first. I do have the quest to get to Mechagon, but I'm just going to stick with Najjatar for now. Mm-hmm. I'll pronounce it right someday. Um <laughs> The Monday before the expansion came out, I got—I don't know. Maybe this was just an absolutely stupid idea. I put a bunch of stuff on the auction house just to clear out my bags a little bit. I sold absolutely nothing. Not a single thing sold. That doesn't surprise me. So it, it really honestly doesn't surprise me because I think, you know, like for some of the stuff, it, it takes a little while to figure out. Is it even going to be useful once you go into the next expansion? I'll talk a little bit about that when we're talking about uh, some clarifications, further clarifications on the mount equipment. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to getting through a lot of the, you know, the the, the top level stuff this weekend or Fourth of July weekend because I'm mm-hmm. not working this weekend, which is awesome. Um, and and then I'll dive into some of the secret stuff. Um, let me see what else did I want to say. The pearl um, uh, system I think is pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Um. So I bought, let me see, I think it's what, five five pearls for each benthic piece and then 20 to upgrade them. Well, it's 10, 20, or 15, 10, 15, or 20, depending on what le- how many, what level jumps you're making. Okay. And it may go up from there. I've owned the, the highest benthic piece I've got right now is 415. Oh, nice. Um, oh, there was one thing that I want to mention. Um, in Najatar, there is this vendor, there's this quest that I got to get 15 of something. I forgot what it was crystals or something and each one costs five pearls so yes. i'm wondering if that's worth it because i didn't look i didn't do any research as to what the uh, crest reward on that was but i'm like no, what 75 yeah. for this no, i don't know about that yeah well there's some of them that are not necessarily good uh good rewards for the amount of effort so okay. and i definitely I, w- I would flush that one to be honest <laughs> Especially since you can buy benthic items and send them to your other characters, because mm. it's all account bound. That's right. Oh, there's one other thing that I wanted to mention. Um, again, I'm not tooting my own horn. It's it's just something about how I've noticed, you know, with WoW patches uh, lately. At no point did I feel that my character was in any danger at all, because. <laughs> People say like, oh, in Classic and Burning Crusade and to, a, to an extent Wrath, it's like, oh, it was very different. You, you know, you died a lot. 
I just do not feel that I am in any danger <laughs> where I am. Wait like, for it. What? Really? Uh-huh. Okay. Well, all I can do is speak for my mage, who has got his 388, and she's dying all the freaking time. Really? In, in Mechagon. Fire? Yeah. Frost. See, I use my fire shield a lot, so I don't uh-huh. know if there's anything to do with it, but yeah. Yeah, she's frost, but I might I would switch back to fire and see if that if that helps. But okay. she's dying a lot. My my rogue isn't so much, but she can she can vanish out of so much trouble. Let's just put it this way: I've been using invisibility on my mage, yeah, far more than I have ever used it before. Okay. So, but anyway, this week in WoW, of course, today starts the. BOA dungeon event, which I doubt anyone's paying any attention to. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. The fourth Thursday is the fireworks spectacular. Yeah. Uh, the fireworks are visible every hour from Booty Bay, Stormwind, and Orgamar last for about 10 minutes. I've actually never gone to those. I've seen them just in passing. Mm-hmm. It's like, eh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the 5th on Friday, the fireworks spectacular ends, and so does the Midsummer Fire Festival. This weekend is Dark Moon Fair starting Sunday. Remember that for those yep. of you who are doing rep. Get that rep. Get that rep. And on the 9th, the Eternal Palace Raid First Wing opens, and the Pet Battle bonus event starts. Nice. Okay. So, news. Mm-hmm. Do we have any news this week? No. <laughs> A new uh, mount reward for the six-month subscription. It was a Silverian Dreamer, which sort of looks like the old-school Netherwing mounts. Yes, I saw it. um, I'm pretty interested in this, I must say. Well, Kryler got it Mm -hmm. uh, because he does his subscriptions by six months anyway. So his was ready to renew, and he got it, and he was like, what is this? He said the wings are really wide and they're hard to see around. Oh, that stinks. Um, you know, it's kind of like being on a jumbo jet and sitting over the wing, you know? You don't see anything. Oh, yeah. Um, but if you're interested, that's another mount, and it does count toward mount count. Yes, it does. <laughs> I think I'm up to 239 or 240 or something by now, so I'm still working on that stuff. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And the rest is all about... Uh, the battle for Ashara is 8.2. Mm-hmm. Now, there are some clarifications, further clarifications on the mount equipment. Oh, yeah. Um, it's per ca- it is per character. Yeah. So each character can have different mount equipment on, and it remembers that. And if you have the Aqua Strider mount, you get free set of inflatable shoes, but only if you're 120. Mm-hmm. I got my, one, yeah. I got it, but I discovered that even like my 115s were not getting the inflatable mouse shoes. So that kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, it does not have any effect on druid form. Yeah, I would hope not. There'd be a lot um, of angry druids. Have you ever <laughs> seen an angry druid? No, it's not pretty. No. Um, and they still work in conjunction with the hoof plates, the stirrups, and the the coarse barding, and believe me, I have been making ample use of these. Right. Um, I was very happy to learn that they they were that still works. But 
I think that like the hoof plates and stuff, they're buffs on you. Mm-hmm. They're not buffs on the mount necessarily. So in particular, the anti-daze one has been really, really good, especially for my mage, who is very squishy. <laughs> okay. So overall, mm-hmm. your impressions of Mechagon. Or not Mechagon. Nagitar. Uh, I, I, I like it. Um, I Like I said, I've only... I've only explored half of it. I'll do the rest over the weekend, and then I'll have more to talk about on uh, on next Thursday. But I I'm very happy with it. I I like the flow of how uh, everything is going so far. The, the the story is there's one guy there's one guy who was lost, and then you had to find the other guy who was locked in prison. Um. And what? Oh, then the, oh, then I got into doing world quests, so I sort of lost, I sort of lost sight of the main quest line. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, other, other than that, I just haven't played enough to have a, a really good impression of it. But so far, I like it a lot. I, I do like it better. Now, the thing about um, Argus is that I found Argus was just a little too messy. It's a mm-hmm. terrible word. What am I trying to say? I found that it was the terrain was overdone. Is that the mm-hmm. right thing I'm trying to say? So it's like Najatar right now is like it's just enough. I like it just enough so that it feels like I can see. That's what it was in um, in Argus. I really couldn't see much because there was just like these high rocks everywhere and so like i just trying to see where i'm going and you know like in um well pretty much anywhere in the game well except maybe ashenvale but you can see like where you're going how far you have to go Uh, i guess that's all i'm trying to say would you buy that nashatar feels more organic yes absolutely it feels less built Mm mm-hmm that's a good way of saying it, yes. The other thing is, is that Nashitar didn't really make sense to me until I started. This is another thing where weird, you know, weird real life things come in. Scuba. Mm-hmm. This is a drained seabed. And if you think of it as a drained seabed, the, the terrain makes more sense. But I got to tell you, I hated Nashitar for the first two days. Mm-hmm. Hated it. I hated the terrain. I hated the flow. I think part of it was I was so frustrated with the grouping situation that I kind of let it color my whole opinion. Once I restarted it with my rope and the soloing it, then it was cool. I was happy. Um, So I've changed my opinion about it. And as I said, once I realized this is not a terrain – a terrain in terms of terra as in terms of earth, mm-hmm. it is a drained seabed. And now it's really cool and it makes a lot more sense. I noticed that yesterday. I was looking around going, oh, I get it now. It's like because you're at the bottom of a seabed. And um, I was listening to Dungeon Fables. Hi, Allie. And she, she noticed, she always <laughs> says look up, which is true. If you look up, you see a bunch of water just like dripping all the time off these rocks. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it, it's well done. I like it. Right. Um, and, of course, I've been to Mechagon now. Mechagon is smaller. Mm-hmm. It's considerably smaller. And it has more of an open sandbox kind of feel to it. And not oh. just because it's a lot of 
sand around. And I mean, <laughs> what I mean is it feels a lot less linear. It's more of a, it's more of a quest of a true questing hub. Yeah. And the, I mean, there is a through story, but it's not quite as big. And one of the interesting things about that is please make sure you're going back in time because there's, there's actually two times for there's, there's, there's the present time. Then you can go back in time. You first get a quest through Chromie to go back in time, but then you can make a time displacer. Really? A personal time displacer takes you to the alternate timeline. There's quest lines in the alternate timeline. So mm-hmm. if you're with your working rep, making make sure that you're going back in time as well as as forward. Um, I've almost got my mechanic hat already. My wow. mechanic. Um, it's it's heaven for for an engineer because people there's so many people out there who are of course eluding everything and they're leaving all of these husks to scrap <laughs> if you're a, if you're an engineer. So it's it's yeah. great fun for that. Um, I'm having a blast in Mechagon, and no pun intended. Um, but <laughs> the, the blueprints are fun, and you can get jetpacks, anti-gravity really? jetpacks, and they're so much fun. Um, they only last for 20 minutes. Uh-huh. There's several locations that you can pick them up, but there is a there's a there's a schematic for the anti-grav pack that you can pick up. It's only it'll only work in Mechagon. I want this thing because it is so small. One of my complaints about most mounts is that they're big and you mm-hmm. can't see around them, especially if you're if you're uh, farming. And this is just tiny. I mean, it's just like you know the Rocket Man kind of thing. It's the straps around your back and you got the little, little hand holds like this, and it's great. I really wish they would turn that into a permanent mount that you could use in other places. Was it like a, the James Bond rocket pack? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. okay. Yeah. It's basically, as I said, it kind of, it just, it, it, it's jetpack. It attaches to your back, and you've got these little, little armrests that you're, and you just zoom around. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Nice. Um, even if you can fly, pick up one of the jetpacks. Sometimes it's fun. But you know, so I have liked this one better. That said, right now I am just short of honored in both Mechagon and Nazchatar. So even though I, I, it seems as I'm slightly outpacing in Nazchatar because I started later, but I'm actually my my progress rate. Part of that is is because Nazchatar was just the uh, the un- the the unshackled, which is the horde version of it, was just the emissary. Mm-hmm. So I got fifteen hundred rep for that. Um, but there are some some various things. One of them is there have been ongoing issues with sharding. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of people have been having issues with, and, and and this is one of the grouping issues that Kryler and I ran into, where we would run into an area and then suddenly we would be phased for no reason whatsoever. Wait, th- you're grouped and you're phased? Yes. Well, that's not there, right. Yeah. And, I mean, I know this is one of the things that they're hoping to address with classic and layering, because layering won't take a group out of the same layer. Mm-hmm. Um, but sharding will separate group members because it's, it's basically... I would do that. Well, apparently it does because oh. I was, we were having all kinds of problems with that. Um, there's also a bit of an issue with some of the world quests and faction imbalance. We'll talk about... There's, a, there's one in the noteworthy hotfixes that talk about this. Yeah. I ran into this problem 
where they're they have gotten away they they initially got away from multi-tagging between horde and alliance for elites which meant if you're a hordy and you happen to be on a server that is primarily alliance you're never going to get anything tagged Mm. you're never going to be able i was doing this one world quest called attrition the other day and attrition is you have to kill these tadpole generators and you have to kill these waves of naga and the problem was is that i was literally i counted i was literally the only horde with at least 30 alliance around me never going to get anything tagged no. now they've cha- they've made they've been making some ch- they've been recognizing this problem they've been making some changes to allow for some some more multi-tagging and also in that quest i was able to successfully complete that because if you even tag one of the Naga in the waves, you still get credit for the entire wave. Oh, well, that's nice. That helped a lot. And between me and a Torin today, we were able to tag um, some of the tadpole generators, but there were only 15 alliance to our two horde. Um, it just means you should play alliance. Bite your tongue. Hmm. Anyway, I do play Alliance, but not this. This is not where my my focus is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, as I said, there's one we'll talk about under under um, noteworthy hot fixes, which is an even bigger problem than this. But there have been some issues with, um, and they've also they also have made more elites multi-taggable by both because it used to be you know it. it Early on in the in this expansion, mm-hmm. if an alliance tagged an elite, it was tagged. It was grayed out. No horde. Mm-hmm. So if you, as I said, if you live on live on an imbalanced server, you're screwed. Yeah, that's a shame. Well, you can always find a group. Yeah. But... Well, now you've got five people to the twenty five alliance. No. <laughs> it's still it's still very much an uphill battle. But they, as I said, they have been fixing this. So I'm happy with that getting addressed have you tried any of the rune locked chest world quests no they're puzzle quests i didn't see any on my map well you may have to open those as because there's actually it's kind of like it was with broken with with argus not with broken with argus where you have to remember you had to open world quests and then you had to open world quests for one area oh yeah 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 Yeah. it's not area specific but you may have to open the world quests there there's there's more than one quest that opens another tier of world quests yeah so you'll have to push through the rune locked chests are basically they're coming two flavors one is a match three game mm-hmm. which is pretty easy get rid of you know, 17 red runes, as I said, it's just a match three and you don't get penalized for making other matches. The other one's a little trickier. It's one of those puzzles. I don't know if you've seen them. Uh, They call them untangle puzzles where you've got (laughs) all the, the little points and you have to have, so none of the lines are intersecting one another. Yep. Yep. That's relatively easy. Just remember this one thing, just move everything to the outside. 
if you just keep moving everything to the outside, you'll be able to do it just fine. I did one today in less than 10 steps. So it's, it is quite doable. People were bitching mightily about this. one, oh, but It's really not that hard. No, it's not. I've done them before. Yeah. So um, the other thing that people have been talked about is that the new zones don't give you as many map pointers. No, they don't. Uh, and I, like I said earlier, I noticed this, but I just not—I have not played enough for it to be a big problem. I don't know what the reasoning for this is, but yeah, I did notice it. Like for example, you have a quest to pick up five flotsam boxes. Mm-hmm. It doesn't show you any uh, like the air, the, the blue area on your map of where you can find flotsam boxes. Yeah. You have to go find them yourself yeah. maybe yeah maybe they're doing this because of classic right and you know there's there really are two schools of thought there's the school of thought of you know damn it this is the way things have been for a while i, yep. I want my pointers and there's someone says, how refreshing is it to actually have to find something yourself for for a change mm-hmm. so which which camp are you in largely in two but you know it just kind of depends on how generally irritated with the world I am. But I just want spam <laughs> pointers, thank you. But, you know, I don't play this game to, to have it play itself. You know, That's true. But remember in Classic, it usually said, you need to find this thing that's in the Northwest. Or you can find it north of the blah, blah, blah. Or something. At least it gave you quasi-directions on where to go. Even though right. it, it didn't give you, like, XY coordinates, it would, you, you should be able to find everything. Right, it, but I think that it's like other things in the zone. You 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 kind of pick up things as you as you go along. Yep. So now I sort of know where the flotsam boxes are, and I know sort of where the you know the poison spiral vines are, or I know like there's this one quest where you need to get um, fathom meat off these rays. Mm-hmm. By the way, go for the coastal skates. They are much fewer hit points, and they almost always drop meat. So. But, you know, there's these little tricks that you learn after a little while. So, Noteworthy Hotfixes. This is the one I was talking about before. The Battle of Nazjatar PvP event will only become active when there's a good mix, that's in quotations Mm -hmm. in the blue post, of Alliance and Horde players in a zone in war mode. Now, my first thought is, well, how can people exploit that? (laughs) um i i don't know Uh, well i was talking to christy about this yesterday mm -hmm. and the reason that they're doing this is because there are some servers where these are being absolutely dominated sure by pre-made raids Mm -hmm. a lot of these being led by streamers oh Yep. Well, uh, Christy was telling me about a streamer who has basically been running the zone and griefing everybody um, on Whisperwind on oh, really? So, so basically, it makes it impossible for anyone of the opposing faction to do anything. Not use. Gonna, not going to complain about streamers. 
Use your audience for good, people. Yes, please. Use your audience for good. Um, Consult the hive mind, joke with them, group with them, have fun with them. Don't grief people. This is one of the things that people are worried about with Classic is that there's going to be a a handful of people, streamers, that are going to dominate their servers. And then there's going to be not so much an imbalance of people, but the 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 feel of classic is going to be lost because it's going to be nothing but a bunch of followers for these streamers and then everything is going to be for the streamers and on pvp servers oh it's just such a mess i uh i am specifically going to be on a server that does not have a streamer on it we're gonna try (laughs) we have been talking about having a warcast guild which i am in favor of but we've all agreed it's going to be pretty much a hands-off guild yeah we're just I'm not leading it. Uh, I don't mind. But anyway, um, I'm doing the Horde side. Anyway, you, you do the Alliance side. Um, I know you. But there, there have been people who have who have offered to, to assume the guild leadership part yeah, of it. Yeah. But we're not, as I said, it's going to be just a casual hands-off sort of thing. But I want to see who the big streamers are, where the big streamers are going, and mm-hmm. I want to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I want to yeah, go to a nice, too. quiet service. Yes, me too. All right. Well, um, anyway, that was that was a tangent. Yeah. Well, anyway, but any when they don't have a good mix of Horde and Alliance players in the zone in war mode, they will have an alternative event, mm-hmm. which is also going to be available for non-war mode people. It's called Ashara's Elite Commanders, which awards Najadar battle com- com- commendations for slaying elite commanders during the fight. And I actually got involved in one of those today. Oh, no, how'd it go? Fine, fine. The, you know, all of the ads, I, again, was the only horrid person there. The only other blue (laughs) name I saw was my little follower with me. But you're on Whisperwind. Yeah, I know. The the streamer that's on your server is what faction? Alliance. (sighs) Anyway... But this wasn't this guy. This was just this is just kind of the way things are here. Um, but uh, anyway, the al- but the alternative event was fine. All of the ads were tagged to Alliance. I didn't care. The but I could tag the elite commander, and I got my my uh, battle commendations and my mana pearls, and saluted everybody and got the hell out of there. Oh, so nice. okay, it was all good. Resources for junkyard tinkering and mechagon can now be stored in reagent bags and engineering bags. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. Summons from the depth bosses can now be tapped by all players who fight them. Yes, that's a big event. I, I, this was another one of those. The, these events show up as white skulls with a purple border. Yep, I've seen them. Yeah, and um, this one, the the bosses, the elite bosses could were one of those it was one of those events where only one side could tap them and which meant the horde was screwed on my server yeah yeah go ahead uh, the, the rune locked <laughs> chest up objective difficulty has been ad- adjusted and aoe effects no longer interrupt players who are playing them Can you imagine being playing a playing the shell game and yeah having someone set up an aoe and interrupting your Jesus. your game hmm. um the Raleigh Gulper can now be killed in the quest a Gulper ate the Raleigh. Now, I have to explain this one because I ran into this bug. It's this giant fish. It's in Mechagon. Mm-hmm. 
And oh my God, this was the most frustrating quest. You're supposed to kill this gigantic fish that's in this pond and he leaps out of the water and you're supposed to kill him. 10 times in a row, he got to 1% and reset. Uh, 10 t- and uh, then he then he reset and despawn. Great. I gave up after 10. And then when he dies, then he spawns some pools that you can you can get these uh, little guppies out of. But they fixed it, so now you can actually kill him, and he doesn't <laughs> do the reset at 1%. Hmm. Fixed an issue that prevented the sign of the emissary from granting increased rep with rust bolt resistance. So, good. Uh, mount equipment now works in raids and mythic keystone dungeons. I, I wasn't aware that it didn't work in them. <laughs> Well, it didn't. Um, rank two recipes can no longer be looted without first obtaining rank one of the recipe. I don't know if I like that. It'll at least give you an incentive to get the first one. Right. Well, followers rescued during gather friends no longer engage in combat while invisible. This is a quest in Nat. It's a daily in Nashitar mm-hmm. where you have to go trap these little crabs and stuff. And... They follow you around, but they're invisible. Only they weren't for a while, and they'd aggro everything in the in the area. It was kind of made the uh, world quest just a teeny bit challenging. <laughs> Shirakis apprentices no longer evade during Tempest Speaker Shemal Shemal. How do you pronounce that? Shemalaman. M Night Shalanali. Okay, Shalanali. Now Shirakis. Shurikas apprentices. I read this as shirk ass the first time. <laughs> so now every time I see one, I think of shirk ass apprentices. Shake your ass apprentices. Sh- shake your ass apprentices. And they're, they're, they're... there you go. Now everybody will hear that. <laughs> yes, they, you're welcome. By the way, um, uh, players can 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 again complete, adapt, improve, overcome this. I think this is the quest that's in the alternate timeline in Mechagon. Okay. Uh, players can contribute to drill reconstruction while in a raid. That's good. Mm. Dangerous creatures, which require three rares, reduced to one. Mm-hmm. Fixing issue where some rare spawns did not give quest credit. So it's a good thing that they fixed that. I saw some people complaining about that. Yeah, and what was what's interesting is a lot of the rares have to be spawned through some through something like some of them mm-hmm. um, are on Mechagon are spawned through these construction projects. And some of them were, you know, you'd spawn them and you had to get three of them in a day and they weren't giving credit. Also, there's a bug, which we'll talk about later with Mechagon, where some of the where some of the rares were dying so fast that nobody had a chance to tag them. I saw that. And so it's it's all kinds of things. So a longstanding bug with <laughs> the equipment manager was fixed. <laughs> longstanding. Longstanding. Yeah. All right, so the equipment manager was not properly saving equipment sets. Uh-huh. And the bug was caused by a fix to another bug. Yeah, I've, I've that, that actually happened to me today at work. <laughs> I fixed a bug in May, which caused a bug today. But <laughs> the bug fix was not obvious. Like, like what I did was actually correct. The bug was for something that nobody thought anybody in a billion years would ever test. And, of course, our QE department did. So well, it happens. They were, then they were doing their jobs. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it's um, So what happened was they were making a change to a cheaper 
uh, a simpler and more secure database system. Mm -hmm. And it was a problem with the way that the system was assigning defaults. So basically what happened is if you removed an object, it set that slot to an ID of zero. Mm -hmm. But then when you tried to put another object into it, the database go, wait a minute, it's already got a, 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 um, a value assigned to it, and that value is zero. Yeah. So it looked like it saved, but it didn't. And then when you'd go back, you'd log out and you'd come back, it wouldn't have saved, and you'd, still, you'd have an empty slot again. Whoops. Whoops. Hmm. Oopsie. All right, plan fixes upcoming phasing issues like in Nashatar, as you mentioned. Health of lowest health rares in both Nashatar and Mechagon is too low. This is what you were saying about tagging. They die too fast. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be fixed. World Quest bosses sh uh, currently show up with Silver Dragon Portrait of a rare. Next hotfix should make it easier to tell apart a World Quest boss from an actual rare spawn. But that's important because you get world quests to kill specifically rares. Mm -hmm. But if it's a world quest boss, it doesn't count yeah. as a rare. Right. And that's the way it's always been. But they, they said, so they're coming up with some different way to differentiate. Okay. Here's the, the fun part. We the love this. The undocumented patch notes. Mm -hmm. Caverns of Time portal added to Orgamore and Stormwind. Yay! In Orgamar, this portal is a new lower level room. So. Well, they had to do that because the unlike the Alliance portal room, which was ridiculously big, mm -hmm. Orgamar portal room had just enough room for the portals it had, which frankly is kind of short-sighted thinking. Yes. So when they came up with another one, they had to come up with this lower level to another put this portal. Room. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Um the Orgamar portal room now has a name, the Pathfinder's Den. Uh, return portals to Orgamar and Stormwind added to Caverns of Time behind the Steward, and, Steward of Time and the Timeless Tunnel. Wow, that sounds like a tongue twister. The Steward of Time and the Timeless Tunnel. Yeah, really. It's uh, you know, talk about your alliteration. You should have been like the the Tender of Time, Tender yes. of Time and the Timeless Tunnel. Yeah, that would have been <laughs> that would have been better. So you can now AOE loot up to 50 targets. This is up from 25. I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't even know you could do 25. I, I think the most I've ever done is like 10. It's like if you're doing a raid or a dungeon or something and, and you're way above the level and then you just like pull the entire place. Mm -hmm. Oh, maybe that's why I had problems looting sometimes. Maybe. Because uh, sometimes what I would have to do is I would have to loot twice. Oh, that, that might be it. Okay. Well, now you might not have to loot twice. Good. Uh, you can no longer use the Proving Grounds to grab a free health stone. I didn't even know this was a thing. I didn't either. Guild Crests should no longer reset. Didn't know that was a thing. Mm -hmm. The Legion Achievement Fighting with Style War Torn is being rewarded again with the criteria updated to account for the removal of the PvP prestige system. I didn't know that was an issue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All these things are happening. I didn't even realize it. Right. Well, I don't do PVP stuff, so. Yeah. Um, let me see. Passengers in the hive mind can no longer herb without having to get out. Did you even know that that was? No. That you could do that? Uh, all I knew is that when you did the hive mind, the five people that you did it with, or the four other people that you did it with, are the only people that you can ride the mount with. So 
knowing that there was an issue about herbalism with it, <laughs> no, because the people I did it with were on other service. I other than the screenshots, I don't know their names. I'll never see them again. <laughs> so can you reassign the seats in the high five? I don't think so. That sucks. That's, that's an interesting thing. New Island Expedition teams representing all Druid teams of Zandalari and Cool Terrans. Hey, it's the Naked and Afraid team. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so there have been a couple of bug fixes to races. The female High Mountain Torrin have had their face mesh fixed. Okay. And the eye glow on female Blood Elves and Void Elves should be properly aligned. Yeah. I, the, heard... I, I knew this was a problem because I've got a female Void Elf and it always kind of bugged me. Her eyes weren't quite right. Yeah. Um, Druids, the slash dance animations have been added to the Zandalori Moonkin and Raptors, finally. The astral form granted by Glyph of Stars has a new shape-shifting sound. It goes, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know what it sounds like. I don't like. know what it sounds like. Did you notice that the, conjure, the for mages, the Conjure Refreshment Table has a new yes. icon? Yes. Uh, Fist posted a picture of it on uh, Twitter the other day, and I it's basically everything that, that mages have ever had, isn't it? It is. And actually, I like it because, you know, one of the things that I always do as a considerate mage whenever mm -hmm. I go into like Darkshore or whatever is I always put up a table. That thing is tiny. Yeah. It gets lost so easily. This thing at least is big. It's got like a just, just giant cake stand on it. Mm -hmm. And it's it's blue. It's it's bigger. You know, I, I think people will be able to find it easier. Yeah. And don't forget your arcane intellect to be a nice mage. I... I have been trying to remember that but i've gotten out of the habit of buffing so yeah I, same same i, I really try and for monks for monks the honor talent way of the crane the healing reduce is reduced by 40 percent and healing only occurs on physical damage not on all damage hmm, okay. so nerf to you shaman oh yeah and i noticed sorry I, I i noticed that i did get a bunch of honor talents was that yeah, a thing? So that was that I... a known thing? I was like, oh, you have an honor, ta honor talent. I'm like, oh, great. So I go do my honor talent thinking that was it. And they're like, no, you've got two others. I'm like, oh. Well, I it depended on the class. My mage only had one. I have four now. And, well, no, she only had one that she had to pick. But my, my rogue had four she had to pick. Huh. So I think there is also there were some class changes. Well, I have a mage and I had to pick four. Well, you had, did you have a frost mage? Nope, fire mage. Yeah, so, you know, it might, it might be different depending on, on the, uh, on the spec, too. Oh, maybe. Go ahead. Oh, uh, the shaman dance animation added to the glyph of the spectral raptor. Now, I tested this on my, uh, I, I have a Zandalari, a low level Zandalari shaman, and the dance animation that it uses, is the same as the Zandalari Raptor um, one. And I have no idea what the name of this particular dance is. And I, and I, I tried to, uh, to get the hive mind to, I looked up all kinds of things. But, I mean, everyone knows this dance. It's basically the dance where you take your, your, your hands and you circle them around each other, and then you punch to the side, then you circle around and punch to the other side and circle on. That's all it does. That's it. And it kind of bounces on its head and it does this little, little, I, someone, I think it was Zygnea said that she thought that maybe it was a movement from Saturday Night Fever or something. It looks dumb enough for that. Hmm. But. Okay. Um, NPCs, the Fell Reavers in Hellfire Peninsula. In, I'm like having a terrible time today. 
Del Reavers and Hellfire Peninsula are no longer running. They've been running since 8.1 and nobody fixed it. I would, I wish I'd known. I would have gone to see it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, Proto Drakes now have a new jumping slash falling animation and no longer stutter when they land. Okay. That'd be nice. Yeah. Um, items. The Underlight Angler's movement speed bonus is no longer retained in combat. I've heard some complaints about this one. Okay. And the gems cut from Kraken's eye now increase their respective primary stat by 80 instead of 40. Wow, that's nice. Uh, Azerite items are removed from Paragon Chest and merged with the Azerite item rewarded from the quest. That makes sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. Avionis Feathers toy is a, is a lot slower. Toy launches you in the air and deploys magical wings only usable in Draenor. I never use that. I, well, I don't use it anymore, but I used it when I was in Draenor. Hmm. Okay. The words of a Kunda toy can now be purchased from Hoarder Jaina with Exalted with Voldunai. I probably would never use that except as, if I were trying to get toy count, but mm-hmm. you can buy it now, which is nice. Crossbows should no longer shrink when when sheathed. Okay. They did. They look. They looked ridiculous. They looked like little hand crossbows until you took them out. It was, it was really? Kind of funny I, looking. I didn't yeah. know they had shrinkage. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, season two aspirant and gladiator sets no longer appear in the sets tab if you haven't completed them. Mm-hmm. So I thought the whole point of the tab was that it would show you your progress. Well, apparently with this one, if you haven't completed it by now, oh. it's not going to oh, show. Oh, I see. I get it. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. It would be nice to see some of the tier three stuff. Yeah, it would. Because like, I'm, I'm still working on, I, I think I have three pieces left in tier three that I got to finish up. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Uh, where was I? Oh, uh, the toy Gnomish Gravity Well works in Mechagon and Najatar temporarily reverse gravity. That might be coming. I was thinking, I, I haven't had a chance to play with that one, but I've got the toy mm-hmm. and I might try it. It might be good for a couple of times where you end up kind of down in a hole. It mm-hmm. might get you out of the how well for the my poor mage who does not have the uh the grappling hook oh okay okay so mounts and pets the beast lord's warwolf mount special animation got a new sound mm-hmm. and some ui changes the subtitles scale now scale with the game resolution nice good <laughs> <laughs> and favorite friends now appear with a star next to them on the in-game friends list didn't even know there was a favorite friends. I thought the whole point of friends list is that they were your favorites, but okay. So I don't play favorites with my friends. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> War supply chests now show up on the map. Nice. Can no longer overwrite sound files by putting the replacement in the WoW retail folder under sound slash spells. That's huge because, the, like, <clears throat> the uh, the Worgen sniff sound. One of the fixes was to just replace it with like an empty file or something. Mm-hmm. I guess the reason why they were doing that is because you can replace things with sounds that would detract from the feel of the game, I suppose. But wouldn't that just be local? It would be local, but it's sort of like the so new So why patch. does Blizzard care? Uh, I, I can sort of get where they're coming from with this, is that let's say you replaced all your sounds with, like, sheep. I don't know. The The, the point is, is that... They want, they spend all this time and money and these artists and wonderful people working on this game. They don't want their entire game sounding like sheep. So, so basically if you replaced all of your, all of your spell sounds with fart sounds and you were 
you were giggling madly during the raid because all you were hearing yeah, was just, different parts. Yeah. <laughs> that that might that might sort of take away from the ambiance that Blizzard is trying to, mm-hmm. to produce. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess I can see that. You know, artistic integrity and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, close all windows is now combat locked. Okay. So uh, apparently you can't accidentally close all your windows while you're in combat. Okay. I didn't realize people were doing that. I didn't either. You know, it's it's something like, you know, I, I have hit the Windows key before, and that's a problem. <laughs> yes. Although, now I have it set up in my keyboard where it disables the, the Windows key while in the game. Mm-hmm. So, And portrait options. Um, you can no longer right-click on an enemy player and um, memorize their battle tag. Okay. And you also, options for dueling or inspecting players has been removed from the option list, although slash duel and slash inspect still work. I wonder if the battle tag thing is because of Classic. Because one of the big things about Classic that people were complaining about is that specifically because of Battle.net, is that you're not supposed to be able to talk to the other faction in any way, shape, or form. Right. And, uh, except uh, I think the Priest Mind Control does allow you to do it. If I remember my vanilla correctly, I think that we were, we used to be able to do that back then. Early, early on, but I think that got patched out pretty quickly. Oh, did it? Okay. So anyway, that that was that. So maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. Well, this brings up a point. We may want to discuss this more, but there were some things about some of the things that had come up with um, the the um, the new cinematics. Mm-hmm. That suggested perhaps an end to the faction system. Yeah, there have been there's been talk about that. I don't I don't know the end of the faction system. I don't know about that. There there's there's been that. There's been talk of a third faction. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see where that goes. Yeah, it, it would be. I I don't think that I'm going to speculate a great deal about it, but. In some ways, I feel like the current the current faction system as it sits is a bit stagnant. Well, we've been saying that for years. Yeah, and that something needs to change up. There's some speculation, as you said, about a third faction that might be maybe a non-player faction, but mm-hmm. would be the undead who followed Sylvanas, which would make, which would seem to indicate that the undead who are player characters decided to go a different route and, and being having undead who are player characters, you know, kind of, I'm not sure that she would do that, but what do you think about the Alliance and the Horde finally being able to talk to each other? Well, here's the thing. It's always been stupid that you weren't allowed to do it. Considering the fact in all these friggin' cinematics, you were, well, like, especially, yeah. I mean, the undead came from humans. Right. Uh, that's a good point. And so the, the, I, I get it. I get it in the context of vanilla. I get mm-hmm. it. It was unique at the time. Burning Crusade, fine. By the time Wrath came around and people were trying to work together and everything, you just felt, oh, this is just dumb. And it, it dragged on. And I'll give you an example. So like Star Wars The Old Republic. You can talk to the other faction. You can. I think now, I was talking to Jewel, who um, uh, Namaslays on on Twitter. She's been playing Star Wars: The Republic. In fact, I reinstalled it the other day. I believe now, in a conversation that we're going through on Twitter, is that somebody said that now, when you reach max level, you can tip over to the other faction. 
used to be able to Jedi or Sith. You can go all you can go ninety nine point nine 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 percent Sith if you start a Jedi, but you couldn't tip over to Sith. EverQuest had the same thing. Other games had the same thing. But WoW is the only one where you couldn't talk to the other faction. And um maybe it was a good thing <laughs> considering well, Baron's chat and such, but I don't know. Well, early, early, early on, in beta mm -hmm. of the original, for a little while, the undead could talk to both because, of course, the whole right. lore is they were humans. Right. And what they found is that the predictable thing happened, that they were primarily translators for trash-talking one another, and it mm -hmm. wasn't producing anything useful. Now, when you mentioned EverQuest, I, of course, I played both EverQuest and EverQuest 2 a bit. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, you could faction change, but the factions were never really hard and fast. No. It, it mostly it determined your faction determined whether Kanos or Freeport was your home city. Right. And some of the NPCs that you could deal with, but you could always even in EverQuest 1 group with people from quote unquote the other side. Sure. For heaven's sake, I was running a dark elf. And my guild leader was a wood elf, mm -hmm. and never—that's a never the twain shall meet. You know, the if you raise your your wood elf faction, your night elf faction gets tanked. Yeah. Um, so we were always able to interact with one another as players. It mostly affected our relationships with NPCs, but not but not the cities because a wood elf couldn't just walk into Nariac. Right. Yeah, it was just but the, the the relationship between the players was always the same, but the NPCs you had to work on your faction. Right. I actually yeah. had a a night a, a dark elf who got to be friendly with the dwarves. Mm -hmm. the, the story was is she, she'd been um, orphaned and had been adopted by a dwarf, and she still never could get the the, the dwarven paladins to talk. But the point is, is that I could definitely see a system in WoW. Very similar, where like my undid my my orc couldn't walk into Stormwind, but I could group with human players. Sure. And and how many times have we seen in this game, the Horde and Alliance must work together. The Horde and Alliance must work together. The Horde. And I mean, for God's sakes, the Pandaria cinematic, the opening cinematic had the Horde and Alliance. Well, granted, they they started off fighting, but they were working together towards the end. And then we had the neutral pandas and then they had a pick it just it just got so frustrating after a while mm -hmm. it just allow us to talk to each other but then i wonder if if maybe they have some good reason to not allow us to do it like well if you do then there's gonna be nothing but crap talking the entire time and then they don't want the game to turn into world of crap talk right Th that's not what they want so i but get it but everquest uh, never had that problem yeah really? but everquest had a different kind of player base there was no Baron's chat, so to speak. There's there some. Mm, <laughs> not as much. It wasn't in a particular zone, but it, but it was never kind of it. It was never racial. I mean, it was just you know you're an asshole. No, 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 no. <laughs> but what I mean is that nobody, nobody in I think EverQuest started at a time before there was crap talking on the internet. Is what I'm saying. Oh, there is was it, there was crap talking. It just wasn't quite to this level but the the, the thing is, i guess but my point is is that they never set the expectation that that these were 
these races were ever really at odds with one another, except on the NPC level. So as I said, my dark elf couldn't walk into um, Fadark, the the wood elf city, but I could group with my wood elf friend and it was, everything was hunky dory. So anyway, it'll be interesting to see how this develops um, as Sylvanas's story continues. But as I said, you know, I know we're running long here, but I just kind of wanted to touch on that briefly. That reminds me, I put up a poll about a month ago or so about how people felt like I said, do you see the game moving towards a third faction? And it was most it was more or less 50-50 the responses about yes or no. So maybe people are seeing things also. Mm-hmm. Or maybe people think we're nuts. Yep. 50/50. They can do that. Yeah. They can make their own podcast. <laughs> sure. Um, all right. Yeah, we're running a little long. Wow. Hour 17. Um, so that's a lot for 8.2. And yeah, I'll have a lot more to talk about next week. Yes. And happy 14th anniversary. Happy 14th. That means we're going into our 15th. I know. 15. One five. I know. That's like really scary. Uh huh. That's, <laughs> that's, all of a sudden, Ren is like contemplating, like, Shit, I shouldn't be doing a, this. That's I'm, like a sophomore in high school. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yep. Yeah. Well, anyway. That's it. No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not contemplating quitting. No, don't worry about that. Six <laughs> 15 years. Wow. Yeah. There are marriages that don't last this long. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> all right. Uh, Ren, how's everybody get a hold of you? Well, I am on uh, Twitter at Warcast underscore Renata. I'm on our Discord at worldofwarcast.com. And I resurrected my email address, I, Renata at worldofwarcast.com. Yeah, you asked me to bring that back, but I thought it, I didn't think there was anything wrong with it to begin with. Um, it wasn't hooked up to the right email address. So. Oh, okay. But anyway, I'm Starmic on Twitter, World of Warcast on Twitter, worldofwarcast at gmail.com is our email address. I want to thank everybody for listening for the last four years and yep a year from now we'll be doing 15 oh well <laughs> here we go you know a year from now we'll be pushing episode 400 oh my god yeah because uh 50 weeks let's say it'll, it'll be 370 380 wow. so 380 yeah we're, we're doing episode 400 of um this week in trek on saturday well you know, we, we didn't do this as, as regularly at first. No. As, no, but so, yeah. We got some catching up to do. Scary stuff. Somebody somebody wrote in, I hope I hope to see you do episode 1000 of This Week in Trek. I'm like, that would be 20 years. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> I, is that how good the, the Wi-Fi is at the nursing uh, home? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you on next week. Bye. Bye.